0: Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan.
1: Hello and welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Tara Nolan from Nolan Financial. If you're new to the show, welcome. The show is all about education and teaching you how to ask good questions. I talk about it every time that, you know, the internet and media We're just bombarded with all kinds of buy this. You should be doing this. You're stupid if you do that. And the show is all about giving you some background so that you can ask good questions, because the hard part about financial information is there's advice that may be good for you and not good for someone else or vice versa. So it's not just like there's there's a black and white answer like do this, don't do that. It really depends on your situation, where you are in your financial life cycle and, and all those factors. So that's that's what we're doing with the show is, is giving you, arming you with those good questions. If you are new, I would just say, please feel free to give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242 to set up a complimentary discovery call or ask a question from the show. And you can also visit us online at www.nolanfinancialpartners.com. And I'll just remind everybody now, the book is out there. And if you purchased a book on Amazon, you can go to my website and there are three bonuses that are available if you've purchased a book. And if you've purchased three or more books, there's actually an extra bonus for that too. So definitely take advantage of that because I really want you to read the book, do a deep dive and really take advantage and take control of your financial world. So we're going to be talking today about charitable trusts and retirement wealth gaps. But before I jump into that, I wanted to touch base with my amazing co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing today?
0: I am doing so good, Tara. And I can just feel the excitement you've been glowing since Friday. I wonder why. Oh, that was the big book release date after over two years, uh, multiple years of uh, planning and two years of working on this book. Uh, it is out. It is available at Amazon. You have physical copies. You're excited. So uh, it is great. And it makes a great gift too. Uh, birthdays, uh, what have you. It's a great, great uh, thing you've done. And from the cover to the content and the stories you tell in it, are so great and relatable. Uh, It's, it's fantastic. So uh, I'm excited for you and uh, you know, my, I know my physical copy is on the way and I appreciate that. And I ordered a couple, so I'm going to give away a couple as gifts as well. So, um, You know what? I know there's a lot going on out there, Tara. I've had a crazy busy week getting ready for my son's wedding, working on that. And that's good. That's keeping us busy here. How about you? You and Chris, what's going on with Chris? You're a partner in crime
1: there. Well, I think he's actually sleeping in this morning. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) we've
0: been running him ragged with this whole book launch thing and uh, keeping. I know he's been keeping busy with your clients, too.
1: Oh absolutely. So, you know, it's 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 the awesome part like all this stuff that you do it all everything you work comes together. So, you know, working on the book and getting the launch and the phone's been ringing and we've been having a lot of people coming in with these great questions. So, yeah, staying up busy doing that. And then he's getting ready cuz I'm going to be heading out to Germany to do a little reserve time. So, oh, wow. we're we're getting organized for that because that's always Always a process and uh, you sure. know, getting set up so that I can do the radio shows while I'm traveling. And, yeah. you know, life, it, it's fun because with the Internet and with connectivity, life doesn't have to stop when you travel.
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean, we've come so far in that regard. So you're going back to Germany. You were there uh, a while back, I know, uh, before that for the military. So you're going back to Germany. That's neat. But is Chris going with you this time?
1: No, he's going to be staying here holding down the fort because sure. he he takes care of all of our clients, and it's so it's yeah. wonderful that we get to work together you know we're we're married, but yeah. we're also business partners and because it's all about that continuity and taking care of people, so it works there out you really go
0: well. well, there you go so uh you wanted to talk about trusts or charitable trusts a little bit today, right?
1: Yeah, I think this is an interesting topic for people that haven't been introduced to it. And you know what? We've talked about it before, Tony, but one of the interesting things I think about financial planning for a lot of people is it's for everybody. A lot of people feel like that's only for, you know, the Kennedys, the Rockefellers or the Kardashians for a more current reference. Sure, sure. And, and it, a lot of it is there's these just these tools out there. And that's one of the things, Tony, I really talk about in the book is that, you know, you want to start out with what is it that you're trying to do and if your vision is you know I want to leave a legacy for my family or wow I've got a, I've I've been very successful and I I don't want to pay all those estate taxes what right. are the tools that I can use to help you know manage that and charitable trusts are a really great tool that I wanted to introduce everybody today to if they haven't already heard about them and just because it's kind of like everything is there's a lot of tools out there If you don't, but you want to start with the vision and then figure out what the tool is, because if you start with the two or three tools, you know, you might be missing out.
0: Yeah, well, that's true. That's a good point. And, you know, charitable trusts, it's not something you hear a lot about, um, but I think you've hit on something really important. You don't have to be wealthy to establish a trust in general or a charitable trust. And like a lot of people out there who are listening right now, I think my first instinct is always aren't charitable trusts for millionaires and people like Jeff Bezos, but uh, that's not the case.
1: It's not. And I would just like right up front say that a charitable trust is definitely going to be one of those cases where you're going to want to work with your team. Tony, you know, I always talk about having your team because you're definitely going to want to have both your legal and your tax experts working with your financial planner just to make sure you get all the angles right, because a lot of these things, they work great. But if you don't enact them correctly, then you kind of miss the goodness.
0: Yeah, well, obviously, and this is you're illustrating a a great point. You have to work with somebody like yourself who's looking at the big picture and is going to work alongside that estate planning attorney to establish the charitable trust and make sure it's done in a way uh, that's going to save you money, not cost you extra money. Right.
1: Right. Exactly, and Tony, I'm just realizing for for people that don't aren't familiar, we haven't talked about why would you want to trust? So yeah, why? here's here's why you would want a charitable remainder trust is okay. it can it's a great way to to support a cause you care deeply about. Hmm. So if you have you know a charity that you just are passionate about, maybe your church, it's a really, really great way to to leave money um, to that cause that you care about. And additionally, you know, because I'm always looking for those win-win opportunities. Sure, it's also an avenue that you can pass assets down without estate or gift tax implications.
0: Ah, so so that's the added bonus. Obviously, a, a charitable trust is if you want to pass your money along to an organization you believe in, or uh, your church, or uh, something like that. Uh, you know, causes you care deeply about. Uh, you might want to pass on some money and uh, then you don't leave a huge um, estate or gift tax taxes uh, to be paid or burdens. Uh, so I think that's really, really important. I'm glad you did that. Now, if I remember correctly, there are different types of charitable trusts, too, right?
1: Well, and and this is an important thing to remember because, and this is why you want to make sure you have your tax experts and your legal experts, because these are, they're like not something you pull off the shelf. There's like a a framework, but you can tailor them to you. And so that's what's really nice about the charitable trust is you can design it in a lot of different ways with different kinds of tax implications, all kind of depending on your goals. So once what we're going to be talking about today, Tony, is kind of the idea, the concept. And then, so then when you, if you're interested in it, then we can sit down and talk and then get into the, the details about how it could work for you. Sure. So, so just remember, we're listening, we're talking the big picture strategy, but yeah, there's, there's a lot of different ways to, to design them. When you build them, you usually use cash and some other assets. I've uh, seen them designed like for people who want to um, pass on their businesses. So there's a lot of whatever kind of asset you have can be used to feed that. And then what the trust is going to do is it's going to pay out a stream of income to your family or your beneficiaries, either during their lifetime or it can be during a a specific period of time. And then when they die, then the assets will go to the charity.
0: So the assets that remain go to the charity. I see. So a charitable remainder trust means uh, you first use the cash and other assets to fund it. Then that trust will pay out a stream of income to your family, as you said, during their lifetime or during a window of time. But when they die or that time ends, then the window closes and the remaining assets go to go to a charity. That's the remainder trust, right?
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Okay, that's that's fairly straightforward. Even I grasp
1: that. (laughs) So it's a good name.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So so then there's also a charitable lead trust. What is that?
1: So these are different. So this is the way this works. The payments from the trust are sent to the charity first, and then the remainder will go uh-huh. to the beneficiary. And so this kind of trust is is often funded as a component of a legacy plan because it can really reduce the beneficiary's tax burden. Mm. So to put it really simply, like you just did for the charitable um, remainder trust, the estate receives a charitable deduction and then the beneficiary receives what's left.
0: Ah, okay. Uh, that makes sense. And clearly choosing between either a charitable remainder trust or that uh, charitable lead trust it would be difficult, right?
1: Well, it's, yeah, because it's complicated and this is where you want to really sit down and go, okay, what are you trying to achieve and establish? You know, what do you want to do for your charity and for your family? And then you just go, cause these are just tools, Tony. And so that's what you have to remember is these are all sure. just tools. And you pick the tool that's going to do the job and solve the problem you're trying to solve.
0: Right. Right. And again, you should work with an experienced financial services professional. That is essential. So let's take a moment here before we go on. I have some more questions about charitable trust, but uh, let our listeners know, Tara, number one, how they can get a hold of that new book. Number two, how can they get a hold of you and Chris to set up that complimentary consultation?
1: So the book is easy. You can just go, go right to Amazon, put in our title, Money Moves, Tara Nolan, and it's going to pop right up and you can get a book. Then I also, once you've purchased that book, make sure you go to my website, www.nolanfinancialpartners.com because there's some free bonuses that you're going to have access to with the book because, you know, I'm a teacher at Heart Tony. So there's the book, but then I like to give you activities to do to really anchor the knowledge and make it applicable to you. And so you can also reach Chris and I to set up an appointment at 719-210-4242 and contact us at www.nolanfinancialpartners.com. Now, Tony, what I'll say is anyone that wants to set up and do a discovery call and meets with us at the office, we're going to share a copy of the book with them.
0: Awesome. Well, that's a, an added bonus. What's that phone number again they can call to set up that appointment?
1: Sure, Tony. The number 719 two one zero four two
0: four two all right thanks Sarah now my next question about charitable trusts uh, uh, what are the advantages uh, why would somebody want a charitable trust what are the advantages of having one
1: great question so you know the, the first advantage is that you have a cause or organization that you're passionate about and you know that your assets can really make a, a big difference. You've probably heard it on the time like if you're ever listening to public radio for example and they'll talk about, you know, someone who left their assets to the the radio show or I know from the as a graduate of the Air Force Academy, I get contacted all the time and and I see in our in our alumni magazines about, you know, different graduates that have contributed to that organization using charitable remainder trusts. And so you know when you get to be about 50 60s you start to think about you know what what do you want to do that leaves behind because part of your legacy is not just leaving people money but leaving money where the money's going to do something you care about right and and so this is a way to say okay i did a, i did well in life and i've made money and now i want this cause because that's a real legacy right if you're how are you going to make a difference in the world um, so that's one of the big advantages When it comes to more of like the nuts and bolts things, you know, there's a lot of other advantages, you know, which I love. You can have that win-win so you can reduce that tax burden and then you can um, reduce the burden on your beneficiaries. And then if you know, if you're worried that like a sale could lead to high taxes, the charitable trust can be a really great option because, you know, like a large capital gain, like $250,000 or more, that's enough of a gain to give some people pause and go, whoa, that's that's kind of a lot of money to pay taxes on. So you can actually design a trust to be able to move that high gain asset to where you want to go. And so Tony, this kind of reminds me of, you know, I think almost 10 years ago I went and did some training and they called it their give strategy. And I, what I liked is they were saying, you know, if you're going to pay taxes, because you're, you know, at some point you're going to pay some taxes, would you like to be able to decide where that tax money is going to go and who well, it's going to sure. help? Yeah. And so when you design uh, the charitable remainder trust and then you do some things coupling it with, with some uh, permanent insurance and then looking at what you can do with your IRAs for your tax status, you can kind of take together a lot of things in your financial bubble and say, okay, got it. I'm going to pay these taxes, but I want to be in charge of where those taxes go. Instead of just having it go into the general pool, that helps. And so, sure,
0: instead it, of instead of paying taxes on all that money, give some of it to uh, a charity or a cause of your choice is a way to ensure your money goes where you want it, rather than where you know the Congress is going to decide. And they don't always make the best decisions.
1: The best decisions, or it's just kind of nice to be able to kind of get get to pick. It's yeah, it's nice to be it in control. Nice. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. So, so you know, so there's there's a lot of goodness, right? But you know, everything there's always pros and cons, right?
0: Oh yeah, there are there are, and obviously, uh, those are some potential advantages uh, for some people. But give us some of the disadvantages.
1: And, well, and this is great because you want to, you know, you want to make all your decisions being fully transparent and understanding what you're getting into. So obviously, you're going to set up a trust, and there's going to be fees for establishing and managing that, and that shouldn't be a surprise. And sometimes the trusts are going to be irrevocable. I can't say that word, irrevocable. And what that means is that you you don't get the money back. Once you've given the money, you've given over that control. So that can be a little touchy if your financial needs or your status changes down the road because it can be hard to get that money back. And so this goes back to good planning, Tony, is I always like, you know, make sure you have your emergency fund. You always want to make sure that, Give what you're able, but don't give more than you can really afford to. And so.
0: Well, well, yeah, that's true. And uh, the fees, you have to look out for that. And obviously there are attorney fees because you have to have an estate planning attorney, uh, professional as well. Uh, but I know you, you offer your advice on this to your clients at no additional charge. You know, you, you're looking at the big picture anyway for them, if they're your client. So, uh, that's good. Uh, but, but you're right. I mean, uh, that is one thing you have to look at, uh, and, uh, and maybe those funds are locked down for a time. So you, if you desperately needed them again, they might not be available in a charitable trust, right?
1: That, and then I just want to touch on the fee. So I, I think you got to remember that it, it, people deserve to get paid for what they're going to do. So I oh, don't think the sure. fee, the fee doesn't make a determination whether you are going to do the decision or not, because that's part of your overall look. Because when you're right. looking at the process, you say, you know, here's here's all the costs and here's all the gains, and if it comes out in the positive, then it makes sense. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. And it, it is kind of like everything, Tony, that we talk about in financial planning because it gets complicated because there are options and there's lots of different choices. Sure. So, what you want to do is just make sure that you have gotten yourself educated, that you've asked good questions, and then you back it up with numbers. You always yeah. back it up with numbers. So, once you understand and think it makes sense, then you sit, then you just go, okay, now just, just look at the bottom line and is, does the number make sense?
0: That's true. You got to do the math, as you like to say, do the math. And uh, it depends. Do the math. Right. Um, And I know that's what you help your clients do is look at it and do the math. Now, uh, another big disadvantage is probably if you give you're giving money to a charity uh, rather than family, uh, they might not like the decision. That might be a negative to a charitable trust. Right.
1: Well, that definitely. Uh, can be part of the, the equation for sure, because you know especially during a death, people get emotional and, yeah, and any do. kind of reason. And that was what I really liked about the strategy that we learned about was you, if you design it properly, the charitable remainder trust, you can have the money come out and you couple it with the right kind of insurance. You replace what your family was going to get. So you can, you can design it. So it's going to be a win-win, but no, yeah. that's absolutely a big a big uh, downside like if you just use the trust by itself you could potentially be directing all of your money to your charity and your family kind of goes what happened
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah And,
1: and depending yeah, maybe, on you, the,
0: maybe you think the charity needs it more than your family uh, that that's your choice but you do have to family is family and so you have to be careful about those beneficiaries don't you
1: well you do it's I mean it's it's your money and you have to think about the decisions and so you just want to be very clear about what you're doing and, and why you're doing it. But I think usually if you have good communication in this process and, and have your family included in some of the conversations, then they understand why and what you're passionate about and, sure. and what you're trying to do. But sure. what I like to do is really use the tool so it doesn't have to be an either or decision. Because yeah. I think, Tony, with the right planning, you can take care of your family and be able to enjoy your money. It doesn't have to be an either or I had that conversation just the other day was working with someone and he said, well, wait, I just want you to know that my wife and I, our goal is to, we've been working hard our whole lives. We're retired now and we're going to travel and we're going to have fun and the kids are going to get what's left. And, and I said, got it. But if he, anything
0: at this point. Right, yeah.
1: right. And, and, and I understand that, but yeah. like, well, let's yeah. look at, if we do some careful planning, it, it doesn't have to be either, or you can do both.
0: There you go. There you go. And that's a win-win. That's great. Uh, do both. I, I like that. That should be your motto. Why not do both? Right. Uh, that's good. Have a, have that put on a t-shirt. Why not, <laughs> Why not, do, not both? do both? Uh, yep. A win-win. And uh, so uh, obviously there are some disadvantages, but a lot of advantages. Um, I, I do have a couple more questions, but again, before we go to those questions, I know This is something that you have to work with a trusted financial services professional on, uh, somebody who does this and knows the ins and outs, uh, who has access to uh, trustworthy um, estate planning attorneys. And I know you work alongside uh, estate planning attorneys with your clients and uh, have uh, attorneys that you work with. So how can our listeners get a hold of you to set up a consultation if they have any questions about this to talk to you and Chris?
1: So, Tony, the number is 719-210-4242. And, and this is the kind of planning that I really love to sink my teeth into because you really can do both. And I love it when we can show people how to support their charity and take care of their family. Because yeah. that's the fun. That that kind of really makes you feel like it's like putting a, a nice, a, you know, exclamation point on a life well lived.
0: Yeah. I like that. I like that. Uh, putting a, a nice exclamation point on a life well lived. That's great. Uh, and you want to take make sure your family's taken care of. Uh, but it would be nice to also have some money uh, to leave to a charity. And of course, that always helps with uh, the tax situation for everyone involved. So uh, a great points. There are advantages here. Um, but let's go back now, Tara, to what we talked about at the top of the segment. And that is Uh, How much money does somebody need to establish a charitable trust?
1: Well, you don't have to be rich to do it. That's good. And because it's it's really much more of a question about what is really what drives it is obviously you have the passion that you want to do it. But what really is the decision point to say, is this going to work for me? Is you look at what your tax situation is. Because a lot of times this is a great tool f- for people who have worked and have all their money put inside of like a 401k or some kind of a, a situation where they're going to owe taxes, or maybe they've been in real estate and they have a lot of money that's in real estate because, you know, in real estate, you can keep 1031 in your money, mm. um, but then at some point you're going to have to pay the taxes. So this can be a great tool to say, Oof, okay, how, how do I do this and be able to, to recover? So you don't have to sure. be rich, Tony.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a great point and uh obviously uh, that's that's huge. Uh, people, I mean the amount you place into the trust will come down to your own circumstances and personal situation. Everybody has different values. It's kind of like everybody has their own personal risk tolerance and you've talked a oh. lot about uh finding out what people's risk tolerance is before you can do an effective retirement plan or investment or savings plan. So uh, I think that's really important as well, right?
1: Yeah, I did and I wanted to touch on this because I get into this when in my book about how you feel about your money. And yeah. I, I read I read a research report a guy did and he asked people who had $1 million, $10 million, $20 million and it, it's really personal because it doesn't he said he found you know, there were people who had $20 million that felt like they just needed to get a little bit more and then they would be okay. And he met people who had, you know, less than a million dollars that were like totally happy and just fine. So it was, he found it was very interesting. Like the number of zeros in your account had very little relationship to how wealthy you felt. Like if you would define yourself as rich or not. Isn't
0: that weird? It's just people's personal preference or how much security they need yeah it's
1: the human condition though so when you were asking me like the how human much condition how much money do you need to have to do a charitable trust it's it's hard to say well you don't have to be rich or you need to be rich because i i have to read that it's article all relative. like it's it's so relative and, and there's because yeah. i think most people that you would think are wealthy you know wherever you are you tend it's a human nature you tend to compare yourself up and no one's going to be jeff bezos so
0: yeah <laughs> yeah, that, that's true that's true so and and uh and basically what you've said am I right in saying the assets and the money you contribute or put into your charitable trust should be surplus money not money that you need we are going to need to live on day to day during
1: retirement Right. You've, you've got to make sure it works because, you know, like with the charitable remainder trust, you're going to be able to pull out planning. You always want to plan to pull out about five percent. And so, again, that becomes five percent of what? Right. Five percent right. of a very large number could be just <laughs> yeah. fine,
0: which I think brings us uh, to the close of the show. Uh, so before we go, let's talk about uh, that complimentary. There's no cost or obligation for uh, that uh, personal uh consultation with you or Chris to talk about these things and you can help them get a plan in place, right?
1: Yeah, we like to do discovery calls. We call them to sit down and, and just kind of really assess like where you are and what you're needing. And one of the big things, Tony, I really like to, to talk with people about is I look at everything holistically and we don't change what's working. So if there's parts of your plan that you like, you know, you have a account with Fidelity that you love, Maybe we leave that alone, but we look at the whole plan because for planning, you know, when the market's doing well, you don't really need a plan because you put money and you're going to grow. A plan comes in play for what do you do when the market drops? What do you do when life goes sideways? That's what planning is really about. And so one of the things I like to look at with people is to go, what are the holes and the gaps that exist that you're not even aware of? Mm. And, and that's like, that's why we have the, the discovery call is to look at that big picture and tell you that number 719-210-4242 and it's 719 and it's just it's really interesting I think we talked about it last time my new favorite thing the example of your blind spots or your holes it's like broccoli in your teeth you're very close to the problem <laughs> but someone else is going to have to point it out to you
0: yeah yeah but you don't have to point out the gap in my teeth I, I see that <laughs> I got the David Letterman gap going on. All right. Well, Tara, great show today. And listeners, we're out of time. That does it for today's episode of Nolan Financial Radio with our host, Tara Nolan.
1: Join us soon for another episode of Nolan Financial Radio. Take care, and we'll talk with you next time.
0: Thank you for listening to Nolan Financial Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services.